0: Hey, happy resurrection, everything, sweetheart. Guys, quickly grace me to get on here. And I'm on here to say happy resurrection, happy restitution, happy restoration, happy redemption, happy everything good. I thank God for everything that's coming your way. Enjoy this day. Enjoy your end. I love you. I love you. I love you. Enjoy everything that's coming your way, more than what you can ask or even think. I am so proud of you. I thank God for you. Enjoy exceeding and excelling in all that you do. Enjoy being prosperous in all that you do. A life of prosperity, a life of abundance is your portion. You are running over with more than enough. And I thank God that. All things work together for your good, sweetie. I thank God for that. You are a witness to God's finished work. You are a witness to God's faithfulness. God being your defense. God being your refuge. God being your healer. God being your everything. Even your pillow that you lie your head on at night when you just sitting up thinking, meditating on his goodness. I love you so much. I don't know if your mom's still in town You know, happy resurrection, everything for you too. You know, all things work together for your good as well. And it goes for everybody on your end, sweetheart. 10,000 tongues could not be enough on my end to even give thanks to God just for writing everything he wrote concerning me with my name on it. And I thank God that I'm just so still and so patient and at the same time so glad in it with a praise that cannot be contained. Because God has my name on what belongs to me regarding my purpose, my destiny, fulfillment, you know, everything that God had me to put my hands to. It shall prosper because my name is on it and I'm walking like him. He given me the name and I thank God because he is the name above every (laughs) name. And I'm just, you know, just so grateful and thankful. I just thank God for your end. I thank God for my end. God is just so good, sweetie. I know. I've been doing so much praise. I'm just so still. Sometimes you only have to move when you have a praise that can't be contained. God' presence is so heavy on you. You just steal with your. God's like God' presence is so heavy. You just steal with it. But on the inside, it's always up the charts. I totally get it. Everybody prays and give thanks, you know, in their own way. Longs it all. It's all unto the glory of God. I'm for it. I love you, sweetie. I thank God for you and your and your family, your friends, colleagues, whoever that's connected to you. I thank God for that. Thank God for them. I thank God for whatever you have you to do today. I want you to look at every step that you take, and I want you to really take it personally. Due to having a personal relationship with Christ, every step has already been ordered. Now look at the steps that you already walked in that God's brought you this far. Now the steps that you are taking right now, you are walking in every sentence that God is writing concerning every passage, every book, every page concerning you with your name on it. You're walking, you're walking. As you're walking, it's like God is showing me the sentences, the sentences, the sentences as you're walking. Every step has already been assured. Every step has already been ordered. I love it. I want you to continue to smile, continue to give praise because you know what it's like to encounter that Joseph moment where you turn your face against the wall, like you said, and weep like Joseph did because of God's faithfulness. And my testimony is sort of like Job. I know what it's like to have. I know what it's like to not have. I know what it's like for everything to, you know, seem like it's done disappeared out of your life. It's like everything was lost. But God has given me so much more than that. I thank God for being a redeemer of time. I thank God for restoration, because the things that God is replacing is so much more and so much better than everything I ever thought I lost. I thank God that I never had the attitude to say, "Forget it, God, I give up," or I curse God, and I just want to just die in this state, die in this place. No, I just continue to you know see it through even in the midst of me, you know, just. Doing things that's not in the will of God, but I still never said, God, I give up, even though I felt like it, but I never made that my confession. And I thank God for just showing me how I have a lot of similarities to a little bit of everybody's testimony in the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the thing about it is, the glory part about it is, we see the beginning, we see the middle, and we see our outcome. And, you know, I thank God that we all have an outcome. So I love you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. My end to your end. My realms of glory to your realms of glory. My favor to your favor. My food to your food. I'm trying to say, what you cooking? How oh, can I have some? <laughs> I'm frying chicken thighs. And I did some, Um, I do a lot of uh, squash and zucchini sometimes. Yeah, I do a lot of, you know, vegetables and things like that. Stir fries. And I'm doing, um. Boiled eggs and whatever. I'm just going to add into the meal. I ain't even planning on cooking anything because I'm, you know, supposed to be going out somewhere later, but I just wanted to fix something, you know, better than fixing nothing. But I just thank God, sweetheart, today in church, today, I'm going to tell you what God did unto me. God touched me so much. And, you know, it was so amazing because. I give my tithes and my offering every time I get, you know, God put money in my hand to do so. And it's always doing the middle of the week. So when I'm in church, I'm just lifting up confirmation and you know, that it's already been sold into the kingdom. And I thank God for that. And today it was just like, I'm looking around in my purse for anything else. Oh God. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, you know, God, God say, don't say you don't like spotlight because you're shiny. But the thing is, it's just like, you know, I quickly, you know, ran up, you know, that little big bowl that you put your, you know, change or dollars, whatever, in. when you fill in the word, you know, the speaker is speaking, and dad was talking about Exodus being our exit, and we just, you know, God always prepared Exodus and how God can do things out of you know, history, period, because he can do anything like part in the Red Sea. You no, know, that never happened until the day that it did. I'm like, Jesus, and God do things in our lives like that. If we just sit down and see God in everything and not look at the world to, you know, being a, destru- a destruction or a disaster or nothing being destroyed, because if God's in control, as we say he is, then we know that everything works itself out for our good. And I'm in a place right now, sweetie, that, we say all the time, it don't feel good, but it work out for my good. No, if I know it work out for my good, then that's joy in that knowledge. So I'm going to gain better understanding and say better words than that and saying it do feel good to know that it work out for my good. And, you know, just words like that in the atmosphere, I just thank God for that. And I just thank God for it. And. Back to what I was saying, I I just I ran up there real quick. I grabbed my purse with me and I just reached my whole hand in the bottom of my bag. <laughs> you know, you know, how, you know, we had that pocket change. I put all my change and I was like, oh God, I just dropped it in that bucket and ran back to my seat. I sure did. Sure did. I'm not even playing. Yes. <laughs> it's like I have a praise that cannot be contained. Now, Q in the past that I used to see you know she still was radical still you know fired up but a lot of things that you saw in me that day is what you see me walking out this day I'm trying to tell you Holy Spirit just had me to say that oh God I gotta stand up again (laughs) God say the things that you saw in me those days are the things that's taking place this day my God (laughs) oh God oh my God you know seriously sweetheart (laughs) you just get what I just said Oh, God. And it's like, I'm just praising God. Let me pray. Because, you know, the OQ... I was you know, more skeptical about how I look when I worship, how I look when I praise because I'm used to doing that in my secret place with God but when I come around other people, I try to you know, compose myself and wave my hands a little bit and dance a little bit try to dance cute and look cute but God brought me to a place today when I say today, I mean in this season, I don't care how I look, I don't care how I sound, I don't care how I move my arms I don't care how I move my feet, I don't care how I move anything, I'm gonna give a praise because I have a praise that cannot be contained, not just by what God has delivered me from, but because God is, just by saying God gives me a praise that can't be contained, just by me saying God is, give me a praise that can't be contained, God is what? God is able, God is available, God is ready, God is willing, come on sweetie, got a praise that can't be contained, can't no devil, no demons, shut up my praise, hallelujah, I'm not ashamed of praising our God because everybody has encountered goodness. Everybody encountered on this planet something good. and every good thing comes from above. Happy resurrection, everything good. Everything in our lives have been resurrected. I thank God that I'm in his face boldly, boldly. If you see anything boldly, see a lot of times when we see people, our faces turn up and we, you know, don't want to be around certain people because, you know, we feel certain ways, but not even aware that those are our issues being floated to the surface. God would send people our way to fold up our issues, but because we see the person and we feel the issues, we consider them to be the issue. And it's not them, it's the things that's the inside of us, that's God using them to get it up out of us. In order for God to do that and use people, you know, to do that, they have to first have it lifted up out of them. And I'm only testifying about my end. Because those are things and those areas I go to God regarding me. If you see anything, that's how much I care about what I do in my secret place. I'm not the woman to smoke behind closed doors and go behind. I mean, go in front of all of you and preach and teach or cuss people out or watch certain things or do certain things and then act like I don't do nothing. When God see everything. I honor Him more than I honor myself, and I honor you guys more than I honor myself. Therefore, what I do in secret place. All that be addressed in the presence of God, because that's how much I honor all of you, that I get it right in his presence, that I leave out not the same, so much more better. I keep I continue on to grow and develop. Because I care so much about you guys seeing God in me. God being able to clearly move in and through me because I'm just that open. And for me to be open, I must be humble. Before I be humble, I must get every speck out of my own eye. God say a little leaven leaven for a whole lump. And God also stated, if you have a whole loaf of bread and a piece of oil you fall on, just a small portion of the bread, the whole bread is contaminated. And we may look at it like, okay, just take that piece where the oil is and just, you know, wipe it off or take that piece out. But God said the loaf would never be the same or look the same again because that portion is not there. Jesus. And that's how it looks with us. If we have no light in our eyes, our whole body is bad. Because Christ said, if you have light in your eyes, then your whole body is good. Hallelujah. And sometimes God will use you. Like, for example, if all the issues that I have are floating up to the surface and I receive the healing in the presence of God, I'm now able to go wherever God sent me. And those people who receive the quickening and the sharpening due to God and me, who God also used people to do the same with me, you know, fold things up to the surface. But when we get these things out, we are now able to be the vessel to be used to help somebody else out to get things up out of them. But that's where the tantrums come in. That's where the the, the level of maturity come in. Are we gonna get them out? Are we gonna be bold enough to say, is things there? You know? Is there anybody, sweetheart, you think about that causes your face to twitch up? Is there any name that someone can mention and you say, don't bring bring that person's name up? Things like that, it really matters right now. You know why? Because how can we love a man who we have not seen, as he said, and mistreat those and dislike those and turn our face up at those who we see every day? Now, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking with you because you are part of me. You understand? And that's why Quanisha Janice Hood is able to go many places and things be flow up and change be made in the atmosphere, Because there are things that's being folded up out of me in his atmosphere. So now I'm able to get things up out of people in their atmosphere because of his atmosphere. Hallelujah. God knows who wants to get a speck out of somebody else's eye when they got one in their own. He knows that. God knows every seer of the word and not a doer. He knows that. It's not about how we look, how we sound. We can sound so good, look so good. But guess what? It's not based upon behavior. And we all know that. And this time, in this season, God is really using me to say that's what's going to be mentioned a lot about self evaluation. Because it feels good to talk about the glory and the things that God is doing. Yeah, but guess what? We have, a, we have a relationship. We have a relationship that's mama or your sister, mother in Christ, your sister, your spiritual sister. Mother Christ, Mama, <laughs> you know, I um, see the message from, you know, Happy Resurrection Day. And I'm so serious, sweetheart, you know, is there anything in you that need to be folded to the surface? I don't care if it's patience or anything. I ask God that because I never really have to. And I said, God, I feel something there today. I feel something there. I never felt nothing there in a long time since I rededicated my life back to you. Because I'm always in your face about if you see anything. Now today I feel something. And guess what, God? You don't have to say it. I already know what it is. I must be more patient with my son. I must be more patient. And I mean God kind of patience. I don't mean, Cornisha, you're a great, terrific mother type of patience. I mean God kind of patience in all that this boy does. Be patient in everything. From the time he get up to the time he lie down patient in all that he do, and not him to feel that I'm trying to be patient or you trying my patience. No, allowing patience by peace, remaining still to work itself out so we could both be blessed the time he wants and nothing type of patience. And I said, okay, God, that will be done. I'm just that hungry sweet to go before God. I know many times you will see somebody eating dinner. I'm still in the presence of God. You see anything? People probably in my bed two in the morning. I'm up in God's face if you see anything. That's how much I care about humanity. You know, stand before them correct. Respecting humanity, respecting God first, that much to have so much respect. It's not respect, it's not honor, it's not value. If I do things that you guys not aware of that, I know I shouldn't, even if we don't anything, sweetheart, God just had me to keep saying this to you. You know, anything that's there, whatever is there, a lot of times we don't want to admit it, but we know something there. You can always feel when there's something there. And guess what? Every time that we uproot, I mean, God uproot anything and things before it to the surface, every time something come out, God puts something there to replace that void. So what do you have on the inside of you? Far as, you know, even your emotions, your thought life. How do you think every day, all day? What do you see when you think? What do you think when you see? How you feel about what you think and you see all day? When you see somebody trying to be a stumbling block in your path, what do you say? What do you think about it? Do you think I'm just going to praise my way through it anyway? Are you going to look at that person differently? Are you going to think different thoughts about that person? Are you going to dishonor that person in your heart? Come on, sweetie. Have you forgiven everybody who ever done anything to you? Have you forgiven yourself for real, the for real of everybody you done something to? Even saying words to defend yourself when God is our defender. God would have me not to say nothing. It's not that I'm taking things that's coming my way. God is my defender all the day long, no matter what it is. It feels good to know things work out for our good. Now think about it for a second, sweetheart. Here you are. In those days, the days it was, before I even messaged you, it looks impossible to even, you know, receive me as a promise. Because I've already, you know, made a commitment with somebody else. Whether it was false or not, it was still me. And you were aware about it. And you still going to God, you know, you praying to God and you believe in God. Not even just me, but other things. Don't about think about me, myself right now. And you're like, okay, God, I'm believing you. God, no, you said this, you know. And you're still praising. You're still worshiping. Still on the praise scene, giving a praise. That's why me don't even know what you've been through because you never showed it. You know, only those who really know you, who know about what, you know, everything. Those only know what's actually going on about knowing what went on at the time it was happening. You understand? And all of that, all that time, all those years, you don't just believe in God. Believe it, guys. It reminds me of Joseph. You know, in prison all that time, believing God. You know, he remember that dream. He remember that dream. He remember that dream that he had. The way he went before his father and his brothers, and it was like, What? We bow before you? We would never do that. What's wrong with you, Joseph? Now you being conceited. Now you gloat. and now everything about you going in your head. Even Jacob began to say, You know, I you know, thinking I have wronged you. Who, why would you even say that, Joseph? It didn't even come from glow. it came from God. In all those years in prison, he just, you know, believing God, it didn't look like I'm in prison, I've been sold, and it don't even look like it. She went with this, she, this, whatever. they bring you all the way up to the day like Joseph had to encounter, When he needed his dream to be interpreted. It took that man all that time to remember Joseph. It took a dream for him to say, oh, yeah, I forgot there's a man named Joseph. Here you are receiving a message out of nowhere. Can you pray for me? Because I'm going through a divorce. I can imagine. I can visionize. I can praise God. I can give God thanks. Thanks. As to what that encounter was like the moment you heard those words come from me. When it seemed like it could happen. But it shows that God faithful, right? Right? Please say right. Because I'm not wrong. This man is faithful, man. He's faithful. And it's clearly seen that it's not due to us deserving it. I wasn't even looking for Christ. And he still showed up on my behalf. He didn't have to talk to me about you. But that's how he set me free, by saying I made a mistake. With this man, he could have left me just in a mistake with that man. Or could have just said, okay, you heal from that. Okay, now get a divorce. He didn't have to mention who the right one is.
1: That's how he healed me,
0: by revealing to me. And that's how I received the healing, by knowing the right way. By knowing the right person. Because it positioned me to know that God has a plan. It positioned me to know that God won't give up on me. We don't have to know every detail, but I mean just saying days prior to me receiving that visitation, don't let me go. This failed me, that failed me, but don't let me go. I've been lied on, I've been rejected, but don't let me go. I made wrong decisions, but don't let me go. I know it's like I stopped praising and stopped worshiping, but just don't let me go. And he hurt me. He hurt me. Because he always hears us. Sweetheart, we are the living word of God. And God told me the, the correct pronunciation of the name that God said to you is not the oracle, is the oracle. <laughs> God says the oracle, not the oracle. It's <laughs> the oracle. Yeah, an oracle. You know, the oracles of God. And for you to be given such a name, you know all about the handwriting. So I want you to visionize every step that you take. God is showing you a sentence that's within the passage, within your book, on every page. Every time you step, words are coming to pass. Words are coming to pass. I see the writing concerning you. I see the passage. God has things with your name on it that only belong to you. God has things with my name on it that only belongs to me Now anything in between that we still give full for praise because we know. It don't matter what the enemy tried to do in between, God is faithful to perform. My testimony is similar similar to Joe. Everything was taken away from me. Everything. But God knew not to take my son because he knew taking him will be taking my life. And like God said to Satan, do not take his life. I know Satan wanted to take my son because he used people to try to take him from me. And even a system would even say, why would people do that? You're a great mom. And it wasn't the people it was seeing. And God had me to keep my son. Even times when the police would wake me up to a flashlight in my car, my son lying down. They would always say, oh, you have a son in here? Do you have a child in here? And the last time they saw him, they was like, oh, he's old enough to be back here. I said, thank you, Jesus, that he was bigger than his age. <laughs> that was God. And I will always tell anybody, you know, I'm just transitioning. This is not it. This is not it for me. It's not it for me. People would say, you cursed. You look cursed. You, you, you know, you used to look like this. You said, just like Joe friends were telling him. It used to be like this. It used to be like that. And what did God do to Joe friends? Took them away from them, destroyed them. And God took those people away from me. Took those words away from me. And God giving me things better than the the things that I thought I lost. Which wasn't even a part of me anyway. Because if it was of me, it would still be here. And I get much more than that. And my message is to everybody, sweetie, that we need to agree with God's plan. I don't want nobody else's path. I don't even want to try to cross nobody else's path. Because I'm not created to walk in no one path but mine. So I don't want no one else's anything. And we have to stop doing that. The enemy make a fool out of any of us. If we let him. If we let him. I see a little of myself in every testimony. I see a little of myself in Paul. Well, a lot of me, especially in the beginning, when God closed my eyes, but not, you know, he didn't shut them like he did Paul's. He just caused them to be so heavy. I couldn't lift them up. I'm like, I can't lift up my eyes. or to my child flow back down. What in the world is happening? I didn't tell anybody. I was scared. I knew it was God doing. And I was still, you know, just going back and forth with God, knowing that I want to see. I was like, God. God wanted me to give a complete yes. I was like, God, yes. But I was thinking about the things that I was still liking to do. Just give me my sight my God. Until I got quiet, I said, forget it. It's not worth it. Okay, God, I give up. I just want to see. And the thing is, when he opened up my eyes, I didn't just see. I saw. (laughs) See how he sees. Just like Paul began to see the truth of what it really is. And like Paul preached, how God had him to, you know, first he was a man to get rid of, crucify, stone, and kill people who preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. So now God sending him to the children of those he murdered to preach the gospel of Christ. And, you know, God used that very thing to use him to go and witness to other people. And God did the same thing with me in, the you know, marriage. And so many have been blessed by just... God used me to give a word to those who are married or want to get married. And it has been different places God would have me to give a word. And I thank God for that. I don't, God don't have me to broadcast everything. You understand? But I can testify when it's necessary. But I'm just so grateful for it, sweetheart. Because I know what it's like to see, to feel like it don't look like what God is saying. It don't look like it. And then here comes God all of a sudden. You know, Jesus, don't forget about what I wrote. Don't forget about what is written. Don't forget about it. Because it's a part of you. It don't forget you. It is who you is. I mean, it is who you are. Everything I've written concerning you, it is who you are. And not just what you're going to do, it's who you are. We are the living word. And a lot of times we get upset when people become stumbling blocks. But the thing is, God give us stepping stones. Step over it. By not taking our eyes off of him. We can't get mad. You in my way. You getting on my nerves. You trying to stop me. You doing this. You hating on me. This, neither, nor. But no. Father, nevertheless, nevertheless. Nevertheless. Never get out of your character, sweetheart. Don't you ever get out your character and I start with myself because many of us get out of our character and it shows, you know, it shows our level of honor towards God by how we honor each other. Seriously, it could be one minute. Everybody, you know, seem to be lifting you up that, you know, who don't normally do that to the next minute. You know, you overlooked. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't change how you feel. It shouldn't change how you think. Hallelujah, sweetie. Hallelujah. I can feel you coming closer. Not coming closer just to have physical contact with me, but coming closer for us to fulfill the purpose of us being here. I cannot focus on anything outside of what God has had you or not to do. I cannot focus on anything other than the celebration of life. That's exactly what we are encountering. A celebration of life. And that more abundantly, far more abundantly. I need you to really go to God with me because you are a seer and a hearer. I need you to go to God on the behalf of our neighbors on our left and our right who don't see their own path before them because they're so focused on trying to walk in somebody else's path. That's not God's plan for any of us. I want everyone to receive all that God has for them. But we won't be able to receive if we're stopping our own process by being in the way. Many of us want somebody else's business. And we're minding their business instead of minding our own sin, what God has before us. That's pretty much saying, God, you don't have nothing for me or the things you have for me is not good. enough. I want what you're going to give them. No, we can't do that. And it's nothing more dishonoring than to see God know what he had positioned before every single one of us and not able to perform what he's able to perform because we're stopping our own process. He's not going to force the outcome or any of us. Hallelujah. A lot of times we... We want to hide how we feel or what's going on behind closed doors. We don't want to buy a seat because we're thinking that people are going to think that we're not living right. We're not acting right. But God sees all of it. So how much of it do you want out to receive so much more in? Sweetheart, I'm so favored. You are so favored that God will not move any further unless you make sure that you have nothing In you that shouldn't be on the inside. You understand? I know it wasn't pleasing for people to say the things they say to you or have said to you or whatever you have encountered, even being where you are. Now God told me that it's not because you chose to be there. But guess what? The enemy was laughing, thinking he was setting you up to fall. When God... Was setting you up and it's setting you up to prosper more than what you can ask or even think. We gotta see God in everything. See you God in everything. See almost. I see you, God, in everything. I see you when I feel uncomfortable. I see you when I don't know what's going on. I see you when I got to press the phrase. I see you when I don't see the details. I see you because I'm following you. You're leading me, and I trust you with all my heart. I'm not just talking with tears falling down my eyes. These are real tears of worship because I know that God is who he say he is. And that's all I have to demonstrate. Because every time in the presence of God, I say, Father, if you see anything, I'm just that bold enough. If I lie too much, then I'm going to get that healing. If I exaggerate, I'm going to get that healing. If I'm angry inside, I'm going to go through that healing process. That's just how hungry I am. To receive all that he has for me. That's how much I honor him because of all he has done for me. God said, Kunisha, I said, you don't have the same thing. I feel it. Be more patient with my child. Of course. Of course. Because he's starting to be more and more affectionate. See, your child is much more than you are because of their generation. Now I'm over affectionate. Now he's over the top with it to the point I'm like, okay, you know. But I don't want to feel like you know, okay, mom. And today he said, you know, I apologize. No, don't apologize for hugging me. I just expect you to hug me that long. And God says, it's okay. So much in him that's need to be in you, because so much in you has been imparted into him. His generation gonna bless you. And I thank God for it. It's not too many women you hear who married the wrong man or men who married the wrong woman who God closed up their womb. They're, they have children involved. And they get out the marriage. And they still have children involved. God shut minds up and told me that when I said, okay, God, your will be done. Good. Now open up your womb. What? It was closed? It doesn't feel good for someone or people to treat you or, you know, feel some kind of way, whether they, you know, not say nothing to you or not. You can feel tension in the room due to people not being happy on what God is doing in your life. And I take no pleasure in anybody wanting anything that's in my path before me. Some people love when people envy them. It gives them a sense of security because all along they are insecure. But I stand before God on behalf of what can I say in your presence to have them to receive a breakthrough. Because how long it takes, how long it takes. Not for me, it's for the other people. And that goes for me too. God's not going to make us do anything. If a person want to walk in deception for how long it be, how long it be. There's no way I'm going to say I serve you, I love you, but I'm still looking in another direction. Regarding anything. Hallelujah. Seriously. And I just thank God that he received all the glory, honor, and praise, my love. I'm talking to you, the white Martin. Do you have anything that you need to lay at his feet right now? Sweetheart. Lay it down. Are there anything to be floated up to the surface? Do you have any insecurities? Do things cause you to feel like you are important or are somebody? Are you moved by likes and dislikes? Are you moved by popularity? Are you moved by people? Are you moved by what's in your earthly account? You have to be on one accord with me and only believe. There's always new things to be discovered. But it's never going to cause me to not know that I am like my father because he said, let us make man in our own image. Now is the time to make man in our own image, talking to Christ himself. And if I'm like my father, then I think like my father. I have the ability to think like my father, speak like my father. Demonstrate my father's ways here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. And I'm going all the way with that. I'm not playing around. I have a praise that cannot be contained. And there have been some times I wanted to look cute with my praise in the past. And I thank God that you are getting a new me and not the old me. But you fell in love with who I am now. That day when God revealed to you who I am. You wasn't in love in the woman you saw. You in love with the woman you see. That's very prophetic and so profound. Hallelujah! And I just thank God. No matter what things look like, everything He says it is. Everything. And I want everyone to receive all that he has for them. And I pray and I lift that up. I see a sunrise. Yeah, a sunrise. God, is that a sunset, God? It's a sunrise. (laughs) They're both beautiful, sunrise and sunsets. (laughs) I would definitely sit You know, and watch one come up and go down. I'm trying to tell you, it's beautiful. Or watch the moon at night somewhere. It's always by the water, though. I'm just a water person. Yes, (laughs) I won't go too far in it, though. No. (laughs) I'm sure I'm only 5'3, but if it, if it, I won't allow it to go past my neck. No, but I will duck my head in. Yeah, I can swim, of course, but you know, I won't just be in the deep end all the time. No. But I wanted to say that it's important that God, you know, had me to say that to you, sweetheart, because, you know, there are no things on the inside of me, no issues. I I, I went to, immediately when God said, be more patient with your son. I called him right in the kitchen. Come here. Come here. Let me love on you some more. I love you. Thank you. And I showed him what I was cooking for dinner and he hugged me longer than he did before. I was like, Oh God, I got to get used to this. I got to get used to this type of affection sweetheart he's very affectionate (laughs) yes oh he mentioned your name too he was like mom i'm excited for the time when i see you know dj he said dj (laughs) yeah it's funny to hear him say dj when i call him dj he just likes saying it because it's his name too (laughs) yeah he said, "Mom, I'm excited." And then going to have her to tell me, "Oh, don't worry, Mom. I got great respect for him. I'ma respect him." I said, "You ain't gotta say that. <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> you understand? You a child of mine, and they ain't know like you doing me a favor." <laughs> but that was his way of saying that I'm not gonna overdo it. I'm gonna be myself when I meet him. Yeah, that's what he's pretty much saying. I'ma respect him. He was like pretty much saying, "Don't worry, Mom. I'm I'm gonna be myself." You know. I'm not going to, you know, be, embarrass you by, you know, not being myself and all that stuff. I was like, don't even, I was, and so much God was telling me, he, you know, thinking to impress you. I was like, no, be yourself. Whenever that time comes, just be yourself. Let me tell you what made him say that God said to me, because he know who you are to me. He know who you are. And God said he know the difference between his way and ways that's not of God, you know, the world's way. Because he encountered that way before, and he did not like that, did not agree. You understand? I just thank God that he sees for it what it's supposed to be now. He see that his mom is waiting. He see that his mom is, you know, backed in even better than how she was before all of that even happened. You understand? I just thank God that I'm not who I was, even before that happened. Like the queue you saw in the past it was real fun to be around, real cool, but I was very serious a lot. You know, very to myself, very, you know not opened, you know, not expressive, you know, watching what I do so much, like I'm walking on eggshells, being so used to being prejudged a lot and got to be perfect. I grew up having to be perfect being a bishop's granddaughter. Everything had to be so perfect, you know, couldn't make a mistake, you know, so all those things, it was like, and God is just doing this preparation. I'm trying to tell you, it has changed me completely. I'm just more laid back. You know, I'm still private. I was like three times more private than you are. I'm trying to tell you. And God will have me more on Facebook more now because he want me to, you know, support people, you know, it's birthdays on there. It's wedding anniversaries. It's you know weddings. It's homegoing services. It's babies. You know, birth of babies there and birthdays of babies there. You know, people just having accomplishments. God want me to you know be excited about. I don't log off. My mom said my light is always on. I don't even know anything about that. But I did tell her. She said you don't log off. I was like, no. I just you know so I, I get notifications. You know, just in case someone needs something, I'm I'm available. I like to be available. You understand? So I'm, I don't care. She said, well, it's going to look like you're always on there. I, I'm not moved by what people think, Mother. I thank you for that, but I'm really not. Because, I, you know, God knows everything. You got to get past what people think, what people feel. You understand? And we cannot be people-pleasers, sweetheart. I love you. I talk to you much, much. Enjoy your Resurrection Day meal, you know. Are you cooking? I want some. <laughs> I want some. <laughs> I want some. <laughs> I don't have no dessert here. I told you I don't make dessert that much. No. I need some of your... Well, I would like to have some of your dessert when the time comes, of course. That's not all I'm going to eat is dessert, dessert, dessert. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, when God took alcohol out my... The taste out my mouth and cigarettes, that's... I know I felt that when I got delivered from cigarettes, you were like, thank you, God. <laughs> I have a great sense that you can't stand cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but sweetheart, in the midst of me receiving healing, after I found out everything about, I didn't know. You know what? what ha- let me just talk to you. I love doing that. What had me to know that I heard it? you is when I read, God had me to go to your status and you said, you know, about scars in your heart. And you were referring to me because it was right during the time. is right after I messaged you 10 minutes later, you talking about scars in your heart. And, you know, you you get past it and, you know, but it still hurts some type of thing. And I was like, oh, my God, his heart was scarred. So I started Googling. I didn't know what heart scarred really mean because I never really, you know, expressed in such a way. And I was like, oh, my god he was hurt. He was I hurt him. Oh, my God. And another thing, I was like, I, I'm excited to see that smile on your face again. He was like, you know. I've been through hell. I'm like, I remember that status. I, tell, I remember everything you say. You say, I've been through hell, but, you know, pretty much through it all, you know, I, you know, just live, no regrets, just live. I was like, oh my God, he was hurt. And I didn't even know you were in love with me. I thought you just thought I was cute or something. God was like, don't play with his feelings. I thought you just thought I was cute because, you know, other people were thinking the same thing. You understand? And, um, I was just like, you know, I thought you just thought I was cute. I didn't know that you really felt like I didn't know you even heard or nothing like that. No. <laughs> and you're so patient and, you know, so passive, you know, and so genuine with it. You know, I know on your end, you was like, you know what? She gets on my nerves. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that's over. Yes. But, you know, you never released that in the atmosphere. You just still worship, still praise. And um, you were just, you know, I, I mean, what made me know that you were in love with me is when, when I came to church that time and I didn't come with the guy, I came by myself and you waved at me out of respect, you know, you wouldn't wave if he's there, you know, you waved because he wasn't there, it was out of respect. And I was looking, that's the same day, I was like, you ain't got no ring on his finger? Oh God, yeah, right. man. And I started looking, I'm looking around for somebody, I'm like, where's, I don't see no lady with no kids or nothing, you know what I'm saying, sitting over there in the, you know, in the you know, praise team area. We, you know, y'all usually say that before y'all get back on the minutes. I'm like, I don't see no woman over there with no kid. He ain't got no hands. When I said, he's leaving me all stripping up in this piece. The rest man is a catch. <laughs> you understand? But I didn't think about me, you know. And then when I seen you wave, I was like, oh. He still feel that way about me. I was like, oh, my God. He loved me. I was like, hold on. What am I saying? He loved me. Oh, my God. I was like, God, he loved me. He's in love with me. Oh, God. All that, it's like God started unfolding everything piece by piece. Piece by piece. It wasn't, God said, you thought, God said, you took it. I'm saying, how, you know, God said, I could talk, I'm testifying because this is true. God is telling me about your end because you healed. I can say these things. God said that you took it as when I came to you, you know, as disrespect because you were like, Oh, because this didn't work out. Oh, now you want me? God said, that's how you took it. And that's why you was very upset. (laughs) And you was not going to let me know that you were happy on your end by you making that video. (laughs) You wouldn't let me see your emotion because you didn't want me to take it for granted. And the thing is, I would never take you for granted. I just didn't know you were in love with me. And God had me to come to you when I was still married. So it wasn't about the infidelity that was going on because that was going on for a while you know, we still choose to put up with the things if we still choose. I was choosing to put up with it. That wasn't what caused me to get a divorce. It was the fact that Christ, you know, visit me. And I always told them, don't tell me if I'm making a mistake. Now, if you have to tell them, that, not to tell you if you're making a mistake, you already know you're making one. But I just didn't want to hear my wrongs. I didn't want to hear I made because I didn't know how to get out of it if I heard that it was wrong. Especially knowing I made a mistake, you know, due to a commitment like that, you know, and... Christ said, she didn't tell me to have her to, she said, she didn't tell me to tell her she'd make a mistake, but she never said not to have her to feel. And I began to feel when he came in my room, looked out my window and sat on my bed. And I said, am I making a mistake? And he was like, yes. Then when he said you, then he told me to go to you again. He'd been telling me to go to you since I met you. Go to him, go to him. I'm like, what? Even decisions I'm making, go to him, go to him. I'm like, why? You know? And let me tell you why God, let me tell you what God answered to me. So, oh, God said, get this off the way first, okay? And he said, don't you know, move around too much. Just keep, you know, you know, let him, you know, get what you are saying. And God had me to go to you. I was still married, even though I filed for the divorce. You still married until you divorce. So it wasn't that I was coming to you because that didn't work out. Because, you know, I could have made it work out. I could have stayed in that, you know, choose to, you know, trying to make it better. But the fact is, God, I would, you know, I said, God, I want your plan. And when He revealed to me His plan you know, it involves, you know, you, and it involves you, he sent me back to you, and I know it seemed like I was, you know, not taking it serious, because I came to you like nothing never happened, God says another thing that got you, you know, is feeling some kind of way, Act like nothing never happened, you know why, because when the moment that I've been forgiven, all the old was passed away, so all my sins been washed away, so I came to you where I left off with you, which was you know, you trying to get to know me. You understand? So I, God sent me back to you letting you know to pray for me to get through this so I can receive all that he had for me. And you wasn't looking at it like that at all. You know, who she thinks she is? Think I'm just going to run wrongs. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it today, but, you know, it's resurrection. You know, today, you know, every day is, but today symbolizes resurrection day. And God has resurrected everything about you and I. And he's telling me now that, you know, I can talk about it because, you know, that you agree. It is true. It's true. And I, now that I know your mother's name, I remember that name on your page when you made that song Brand New Start. And I remember her name had a comment. Because I remember I read the comments. I want to know who knew what you were talking about. And I memorized them. You know, it's, just like, it's like I can see so well. Like, people look at me and be like, you see all that? You know? I could just look at something and see everything about it. Yeah. It's just how um, you know how I see. And I remember that she commented and said, Yes, he did. And you replied back with three hearts like flowers, and they were like flowing with the wind. I want you to go revisit that and look at that. I remember that. I remember that. And you know what I thought was so cute that somebody said, You sound so nice. I don't know who it was, but, and then you replied with a heart with headphones and like, you know, I thought it was just the cutest thing, a heart with headphones. It's just so cute. Yeah. I know I'm emotional today, much more today. Yeah. (laughs) Because my praise has came up higher. I always tell God, if I'm like this, just imagine a day when I stand before him, before God to, you know, become one with this man. I don't know how I'm going to keep myself together, but God got me. God said, I got you. I got you. Yes, God. (laughs) I don't want to be crying so much. (laughs) God said, I got you. I got you. I got you. But that day, he already set that day aside for us. So I just want to thank him already for it. You know, it's about you, God. Merch is about you. It's not about me wearing a fancy dress. not about me spending money. It's not even about me receiving. It's about, you know, me standing before the bridegroom as something to plan and fulfilling on earth as it is, as I am in the kingdom. That's what it's about. It's not about Quinesia. It's not about Quinesia big day. No, it's about the day that God has prepared for me to receive. It's about God. It's not about Quinesia. It's not about you, Dwight. It's about God. And God said a lot of us stuck in traditions and taking attention off of him because we so focused on traditions and it's, we're not doing it, you know, purposely, but a lot of time we get caught up in tradition, you know, and like, like the message today in the, you know, the production, you know, it was the Easter side, like, you know, man-made and it was, you know, God's side of it. And, you know, both worlds met, you know, and Christ rule and reign, you know, and I just thank God that it's about him. Even though we benefit. It's not about Kanisha Big Day. I'm going all out for Kanisha. She gets the best. It's about us standing before God. Becoming one. And going right at it. As far as a mission. You're on a mission. Because God already said to me. He already got things lined up and dated. Soon. Because a lot of things that's not for me to do now. Until I connect with you. In such a way. Yeah. God won't have me to go too far. Without you anymore. Now, everywhere he sent me, he sent me alone naturally. But he's not going to send me far overseas and, you know, places anymore. You know, unless I'm with you, he said. I was invited to go to, you know, Nairobi to give a prophecy with the connection I have there. While they were baptizing in a river and God was like, you know, you you know, you got to wait. You know, he don't want me to go anywhere outside this country until it's time for me to go with you yeah and i cannot and he will not have me to do any missionary work with you us just on you know as friends and not you know as husband and wife because he would not have me to go overnight nowhere with you no he won't Mm -mm. i thank god for just keeping my feet from being moved in such a way you know god he i like i love that he talks to me you know like that he does You know, I love that. But sweetheart, I'm just on here to say I love you. And everything that I was going to say that I probably didn't, you get what I'm saying. I love you. You know, and I just thank God for you receiving your Joseph moment. And I'm receiving my Job moment (laughs) due to Christ's resurrection power. You understand? (laughs) The handwriting is, oh, God. God say, you two are beautiful inside out. You are I'm a sweetheart. I love you. Just in case you have anything on the inside of you. You know, a lot of times we walk around, we know we got things there, but we don't want to address it. You know, a lot of times I see things, other people, I just go to God about it. But I really be wanting to say, you know, you're okay. But many of the times the answer is going to be, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We'd be, be so quick to, you know, be in defense mode when, God is just, you know, having us to sharpen each other. I thank God that by him using me to testify, it set others free to be open to testify. And even when I give such a radical praise, oh God, it set others free to also praise in such a way. It's everybody has a praise that they want to release, but they thinking about how they going to look when they release it, we got to get past that. We got to get past that. Sweetheart, God has changed me. I used to be so more, three times private than you. I just, I was just that serious. About, I would have fun, but I was very serious. I, um, you know, not expressive at all. And it's amazing how God showed me how prophetic you really are because you were receiving this day, those days. I'm trying to, <laughs> uh-huh. Let me ask you some things. I know you are in love with me. Do you like what you see? Do you like what you hear about me? Do you like what you know about me? Do you like the things that God has revealed to you about me? Do you like listening to me and hearing things that God had me to say to you? Are you attracted to me just as much as I am attracted to you? I love you, Dwight Martin. I don't like just saying Dwight. I like saying Dwight Martin, but I won't see it in your face. Hey, what's up, Dwight Martin? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I say, you know, the wife be fine. You, know, you can just say that. You know, you even say DJ. You know. Oh God. It's just amazing that God gave me so many prophecies about, you know, different areas. I you know, the sun that we're gonna have first. God gave me a heads up. You know, pretty much, you know, it was a warning for it to not to come to pass. And it was somehow he, you know, he got a, a hold of some portable clippers and they probably were mine but I, I don't put things up in kids reach so he must have had to climb up must be that curious of a child to reach you know how there's always a child you got to go above and beyond to keep things out their reach cause they just so curious and he's like that and I I have I always have portable clippers for my son and for me and he got a hold of some but there was like some fancy looking ones so I don't know if he was portable clippers or not but they wouldn't plug in once and he just looked at me, grabbed the clippers, and meow, right across the middle of his head. And the braids fell on the floor. <laughs> I want to snatch him up some bad. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. But God was just showing me to cast that down because it was set up to happen. Yeah. I love how God showed me things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God showed me his personality. You know, very curious, you know, keep things very energetic. And curious, keep things out of his reach. <laughs> yeah. And knew what clippers were for and just sat there and did it right in my face like that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I, you know, I cast it down. That would never happen. No. But it's my time for now. I want you to enjoy this day with, you know, your family, you know, your friends, everybody. Greater is in us than he's in the world. I love you more.